Welcome to the Star Wars Collector Podcast, episode number nine. I'm your host, Brian, and with me as always is Carl. Hello, Carl. Hey, Brian, and everybody out there listening to us. So, what's what's up with you? What's been going on? Not a whole lot. Just surviving the summer heat and working in my store and had a couple of trips planned. They got canceled due to flooding where I was going, so I'm trying to reschedule those. <laughs> What about you? Well, I went to uh, Gen Con, so I, I ended up playing in, in the X-Wing tournament there and uh, ended up coming in 37th out of 250, so that's pretty good. It's top 15%. Yeah, that is. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, I got a lot of uh, a lot of cool promos. This one card that's uh, kind of plastic-y and, uh, you know, it's got a kind of a shiny, you know, look to it. So uh, I was pretty happy with how I finished. So what'd you get? Anything? Um, for new items, I didn't get very much this month. Um, I did go to my first ever um, Ohio Star Wars Collector Club Summer Social. Me and Dwayne and Mark, who are members of our Kentucky Club, all went down there together and. Of course, they had a goodie bag, and in the goodie bag, it was Han Solo themed this year for them because their their theme was um, "Friends Don't Let Friends Collect Solo." Oh. So I guess you need to be paired with a friend. So they had they had some um, someone had designed a um, vintage style card back of Han Solo and his look from The Force Awakens. And so it was it was really nice and cool looking. It was in the goodie bag and it has that whole vintage style look to it. And, it, and then in the small print it has at the very bottom it has Ohio Star Wars Collector Club Summer Social. And the other thing in the goodie bag was a was a nifty looking patch. It's Han Solo on top of the Millennium Falcon and the state of Ohio is in the background, and it says Star Wars Ohio Collectors Club. So it was two little nice little items in their goodie bag. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's pretty nifty, and and there was a lot of stuff for sale and stuff right there. Which, if not for that, I wouldn't have had anything new this month on on the what you got stuff. Um, but I did, even though I have already won. There was just this vintage C-3PO that was just staring at me, and he was only he was only ten bucks, and his limbs was really tight, and he was very very bright. So I thought, you know what, for ten bucks, I'll go ahead and grab another vintage C-3PO. It could be trade bait, or I could just keep it because it's vintage. And I got another, um, picked up a Tuscan Raider um, vintage figure as well. I think I paid. 15 for him and he's had tight joints and um so i got i got him because you know you can never have too many tuscan raiders probably oh yeah and the last thing is um for 20 i got an r5d4 which actually i'm going to let replace the one that was in my personal collection because the sticker is a lot better on this one so so it was a nifty little it was a fun little trip and so the C-3PO, is it uh, the original one or the one yeah, with removable it, limbs? it's the original one, the 77 one. So, yeah, I was pretty, I was happy with the price on that and the condition. Yeah, I may have to end up getting that off of you. I'll have to check mine because <laughs> I think mine, the limbs are pretty uh, pretty loose yeah. Yeah. If, you're, uh, if you're willing to get rid of that one. Yeah, we could work out something probably. <laughs> and, yeah. And, 
And um, like I said, the Tuscan the Tuscan Raider, all the joints was tied on that. So I was an R five sticker was nice. So because I, I can rem- I hadn't even pulled mine out for a while, but I'm thinking, yeah, I know my sticker's not that good on mine. Hey, I haven't looked at mine for a while. I need to look at some of mine and see if I can if the need is to you know to upgrade any of mine because yeah. most of mine are from when I was a kid. Yeah, that's how most pretty much all my um empire and, and star wars are from my kit from when i was a kid but return of the jedi i didn't have as many i guess i don't know what if i started getting out of it a little bit or what but a, a lot of them either disappeared for some reason or what and then i so i've had to replace a lot of them yeah that's the same with me i ended up i have all you know all the the ones from the star wars movie and then the empire strikes back i think i was only missing like two or three and then I had about half of the Jedi ones and had none of the Power of the Force ones. Yeah. Yeah, same here. I know you're down to Yak Face, right? Yeah, that's the only one I need. <laughs> so if anybody wants to help a collector out and has an extra Yak Face, yeah. hit me up. I, I still need a massive 13, so it's a little rough. But one of these days, I'll get them. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm kicking myself for not spending the hundred dollars you know 10 15 years ago for yak face when they were down to that price because now they're like 250 or 300 or more yeah the ones i've watched on ebay go anywhere between 300 and 365 it seems yeah yeah so uh far as what i've got all i ended up picking up extra for me was a uh, an x-wing miniatures protectorate starfighter which is one of the ships from uh wave nine which has not been released to the general public yet which happens a lot at gen con you know fantasy flight games comes there and they will have like a pre-release for some of their ships and give people a chance to buy them early Uh, the the only problem with that is that you know you can play a casual game with it but you can't play in any tournaments with it that's still cool to say hey i've got this first before the general people does (laughs) yeah uh, you do have to pay full, you know, retail price for it, though. Yeah. But uh, still, that was pretty cool. Uh, that's all I got for that. And, uh, you know, in the tournament itself, you know, I, I ended up, the, you know, it's a, the, the tournament was two days for the, I guess you'd call it first round. They had, uh, you know, day 1A and day 1B. And I was in day 1B and ended up 28th, I think, that day. So I made the cut to the second day. And I was 4-2 and two on the first day. The second day, I ended up 1-2. and two, So I, I didn't make the top 8. But at 37th, I was pretty happy. And, of course, they gave some alternate art cards. And they were pretty cool looking. And the, uh, the Biggs Dark Lighter, you know, is a is a pretty cool one like i said before the that it's you know plastic kind of shiny and it's a uh, kind of it's a one of a kind that that they only gave out at that tournament so far well that's cool yeah and overall gen con was was pretty good i liked it we got to play some games that you know i mean they had any kind of game you can think of on there i mean if you like like you like horror stuff you know they had horror games they had you know anything you can think of you know from the age of two to a hundred you know <laughs> for you know all kinds of games and and they had a lot of them on demo so you could sit there and play them and i even got to play the uh star wars destiny i think that's what it's called 
the the dice game that they've just uh, announced and uh, it won't be out until November but uh, it was pretty cool I'm not, I'm not so I'm not so happy that it's a a collectible game because you got to buy packs you know after you buy the starter sets and uh, uh, yeah, so and it's, it's yeah. blind blind draw type stuff you know <laughs> you know kind of like the I play dice masters and it's the same way and uh so but other than that you know I got to look at a lot of stuff and you know they have tournaments for any games you can think of i mean from video games you know board games tabletop miniatures they had believe it or not hungry hungry hippo tournament oh wow (laughs) yeah i mean like i said any game you can think of they probably have a tournament for it so is this like considered one of the biggest if not the biggest gaming convention there is this is the biggest Okay, and this the was the 49th year for it. Oh wow! I didn't yeah. realize that had been around that long. Me either. And they said it started, you know, it started out in like a one room, you know, building type thing, and just grew from there year by year. And of course, they're they're going to have a big celebration next year with their 50th. Wow! So I'm you on, think you'll be going back next year? I'm going to try to go back <laughs> yeah. to it. It's uh, you know, it's only roughly four hour drive so I, I enjoyed it stephanie had a good time she she went for one day her and Bo, and they they ended up doing a, a bunch of stuff while i was at the gaming convention mm-hmm. you know that was about it for for gen con how was your uh wizard world wizard world was fun i didn't do much shopping or anything i mostly just went to get unfortunately no star wars related people was there but i got my um I'll say it's Star Trek Michelle Nichols autograph that I was dying to get. Oh, and nice. she was and she was really pleasant and super nice and everything and and I got to meet her on Friday and it seems like at most cons that's always the best day cuz people are still working or whatever. So I actually got to talk to her for about 10 minutes or so, which you don't get to do that very often with celebrities when there's big long lines, but if there was one guy in front of me after he walked off, there was nobody behind me, so I just stay there and talk to her a little bit and she was just and she was you could tell even though she's i can't remember now either 83 or 84 she's very very um still super she's got her her wits about her and i mean and everything and and she was just really just humble and nice and glad that i'd came out and everything so it was just it was a nice experience well that's cool yeah i tell people a lot of times that the best day to go is thursday or sunday you know the worst day is Saturday. Yeah, that's always Sunday, the busiest. Yeah, it is for anything. Sundays always worry me though. If you're, one, I'm a big autograph collector because if you're trying to get autographs and you wait till Sunday, then some of them might leave early because of flights and stuff like that. So that's if you're trying to get autographs, that makes it rough on Sundays. Oh yeah, yeah. If you're going to get autographs, <laughs> you better do it the Thursday and get it over with. Yeah. And speaking of uh, of, of people that uh, did autographs. You know, we lost uh, we lost a guy who who loved going to conventions. Uh, Kenny Baker, the guy that uh, played R two D two, passed away in, in the last month uh, since our last podcast, and uh, got a heavy heart for him and his family. Yeah, he, he, everything. I've never met him personally, but I do have an autograph that I got from official pics. But everything I've ever read, I mean, he's just super. It was a super nice guy and super fan friendly. 
Yeah, I, I got to see him a couple of times, you know, but I never I never got any autographs just because I, I'm not really an autograph person for the most part. So, you know, yeah. I didn't really go up and have a chance to really talk to him or anything like that. I've always, even before, you know, conventions came a big thing, I've always had a thing for, like, doing autographs because I, I used to write a lot of people a lot of times and stuff like that. So, I mean, I actually got a, um the, the only Star Wars one I ever remember getting through the mail back in, I'd say, the late 80s was Mark Hamill. And I've looked at it online a couple of times, you know, by, you know, looking at his autographs. I mean, I don't know for sure if it was like secretary sign, but it looks like his autograph. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just don't know. I'll just assume it's his autograph. Yeah, it'd be one of those things where if if you get a chance to go to uh, like a Star Wars celebration, you know, there's one coming up next year. Yeah. There there is. Uh, oh, shoot, I can't remember. It's is it AFA or somebody? One of those. There's companies. a PSA. PSA. Does a lot of yeah. Authenticating. Yeah. One of the, it's. Uh, I know the the guy that's on uh, Pawn Stars that comes in and does all their authentication of autographs and stuff. I think it's PSA that comes in and does theirs. I think. Okay, then. Yeah. That guy that you see on TV, I've met him at the two of the celebrations I've been at. He goes oh, to the cool. celebrations, and their company is there, so they could do that for you at that you know convention so that you could find out whether or not for sure that it is real yeah (laughs) so uh you know in our uh uh, meeting news we have a meeting coming up on september the actually first coming up would be september 3rd there's a highlands hero con and uh, we're gonna we're trying to get a table making we should be able to get one hopefully yeah yeah should work out. I don't. I can't imagine them completely being sold out. I won't. I'm not sure if I'll be able to be there at all, but I might be there a little bit in the morning. We'll see how that goes. I got some family stuff going on Saturday. Okay. Yeah, I'll be there for probably half the time at least, if not yeah. more. And uh, then the week after that, we have our regular Ashland meeting on September the 10th, and uh, it'll be at the Flatwoods Public Library starting mm-hmm. at noon. I don't know I- if. Uh, what kind of you know stuff we're going to do for food I've and thought, stuff? Yeah, I haven't thought about food, but I thought about theme a little bit. I've been trying to do it like a, a fun theme every month, and I thought about maybe this month um, we could do like our favorite character. You could bring a couple of items for display for show and tell of your favorite Star Wars character because I figure with you know everything that's going to be like me and you, we didn't get much for show and tell at all this past month because <laughs> there's nothing out there new. Right. Yeah, the, the the pickings were pretty slim. Yeah, but if anybody's out there looking for some of that last wave of Force Awakens, I've been reading reports that people's finding them at the Dollar General. Yeah, I've looked at every Dollar General from here to Charleston, and I've only found the Nine Numb, and that's it. Well, obviously somebody's grabbing them around here then, I guess. <laughs> well, according to the, the Dollar General that I went into in Charleston, close to where I work, they have a planogram set up and it shows star wars figures on it so evidently they just haven't done their reset yet and i just got lucky in finding the one i found ah so maybe they just put out like a partial case or something like that yeah they there was probably just one of the people in the back saw it and was like oh uh, well we need to put this out so they put it out already even though they weren't supposed to and then uh on october 1st we'll have our fall festival it will be in Ashland, in the Ashland area, at the uh, Kiowa Mall, starting at what noon or one? Yeah, 
It's noon, I believe. Noon? Okay. And goes till roughly 6 o'clock or whenever everybody feels like leaving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All day fun. So if you're if you're in the Ashland area or even Huntington area and you happen to be listening to this, feel free to attend. Yeah, it just costs $10 to join as a member. And you get to pick stuff off the the goody table, mm-hmm. which uh, is which is well worth your ten dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, there's been, I mean, in the past we've had gentle giant, you know, busts, jumbo figures. We've had, uh, you know, collectible card games, figures of all sorts. Carrie Fisher autograph, Mark yeah. Hamill autograph. These are official picks ones too. That's been authenticated. Yeah, and those, I mean, if if, any, if you know anything about autographs for them two, you're talking 100 bucks easy. Yep. So now, you know, we get, uh, I don't know, what do, you, what do you think we have there normally, about 40, 50 people? Yeah, on average, yeah. Yeah, so it'll be in the Cove Mall. I don't know exactly which room yet. Uh, should be Probably in the this, one across from yeah. the inflatables, right? Yeah, correct, yep. And they got a wall up now, too. If you was there last time and when we had the auction there and the, the, the inflatable sound bothered you, it, will be, it won't be like it was since they built a wall. That's good because that was rather annoying that uh, time we had the auction. Yeah, everybody had to use little flashcards with their name on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and of course, uh, at the end of this month, I don't know if we'll end up recording again before this happens or not. But on September the 30th is, well, it was Force Friday last year. Now they're calling it Rogue Friday. Say that the the new figures are coming out. I have a list here of some of the new figures that's coming out on September the 30th or supposed to come out because Hasbro has not officially released anything. And I don't think last year they officially released anything either. No, they tried to keep it completely under wraps and then stuff started leaking like crazy so i mean basically the same thing is happening again since we're seeing pictures of vehicles pictures of figures and stuff like that yeah go ahead and and go through the the first wave there of figures for the three and three quarter inch figures okay the first wave we got jen urso which is the main female character supposedly in the movie and what is that k k2 so oh yeah and we got a Kanan Stormtrooper, which sounds like a cool figure, which is obviously not going to be in the movie. No, that's from Rebels. <laughs> Imperial Ground Crew, which um, I looked at the picture of it just yesterday on Jedi Temple Archives, and that is a really good-looking figure. Imperial yeah. Stormtrooper and Sabine Reen, who has a removable helmet, unlike the last one they did for us. Yeah, which, which I did nice not get that figure. one. Yeah, this one looks really good. And a Kylo Ren, which I've not seen a picture of him yet. Have you seen a picture of him to see if he's any different than what we've got so far? I have seen a picture of him carded, and it looks pretty much the same to me. I mean, only maybe a, it looks like there's a different pack-in with it. So, Mm-mm. you know, for me, it's an easy pass. Yeah. Yeah, I could care less about those little bit parts to build weapons that they've been doing. Yeah, so that that's it on uh, on the September release. Now in November they're releasing a second wave, which is I cannot cheer it, Emmer, which is the, yeah the blind, the blind guy, guy. <laughs> yeah uh, Princess Leia from the Rebels cartoon, uh, mm-hmm. another Jyn Erser, which I have not been able to find out if it's just a repack or if it's an actual different one. It's actually a different figure. She's like in a um 
almost like military outfit. Mark, our buddy Mark, actually sent me a picture of it just the other day, and and she's got like goggles and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So it is a completely different figure. I think they're I think they're realizing how they messed up with Ray from the from the force awakens and she was just in that first wave and she was one per case and she just dried up and people couldn't find her. I I think it's a smart decision to put the main female character in the first two waves. Yeah. And then you've got uh, director Krennic. Uh, then you got captain Sessian Ander. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. (laughs) Yeah. And then you've got uh, Ray Jakku, which I don't really know what that is exactly. It might be a repack. Hmm. It could be. And then there's Darth Vader. Now, they don't say, and I, I don't know, have you seen a picture of it? Cause I, have I have not seen a picture of that figure at all, no. Because that could be from Rogue One. Yeah. Since we've seen a picture that you know uh, in the latest trailer that he is in it. Yep. Of course, with Wave 3 here, question mark, you know, I, this, these are some that I've seen that are just where, I think they showed them at San Diego Comic-Con, Grand Admiral Thrawn. And yeah, they did. Finn Rao. So I'm assuming those are going to be Wave 3 or somewhere out there. I mean, it could be that they, those were just mock-ups and it could take a while. So those are the three and three-quarter inch figures that I have found that's coming out either, you know, on Rogue One Day or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Yeah. Or uh, November or sometime after that. Uh, I know you have an early work morning. Are you going to be getting up and going out that night at midnight to get these figures? Uh, No, I did not go out last time. I'm not going to go out this time either because, you know, from what I saw, I got almost everything the next morning. Of course, I had to hit more than one store to get it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I I thought I was lucky then because of the stories that I heard were – there was nothing. I mean, like one of everything, and that was it. Yeah, it was pretty. I mean, we went to Toys R Us first and got, of course, what we wanted. But then um, when we went to like the WalMarts up in Huntington and the and Targets, I mean, especially Target, they was just completely wiped out. There was nothing left. Yeah, I went to that Target after <laughs> uh, after work. You know, because before work yeah. they weren't open yet, and they had zilch i mean they had like costumes (laughs) (laughs) yep it was it was crazy the only thing i the time we got there all they had was lego sets i mean vehicles and everything was gone yeah and then of course we also have for those of you that uh, that like the six inch figures which i'm kind of selective on on mine i do like a few of them uh read off uh, wave one there carl we got a ray jacu with the saber from what i understand from what i understand with that it's it's the same one that we've already gotten with, you know, with mm-hmm. BB-8, but with a saber. <laughs> ah. So if you want a saber, you're going to have to buy that one. Yeah. <laughs> a Kylo Ren, which is unmasked. And didn't they do a Kylo Ren unmasked at Kmart exclusive or something like that, I remember saying? Uh, yes, the uh, the yeah. one that they had was unmasked and in a posing, like, you know, lightsaber fight type thing with snow. And then, of course, they did mm-hmm. the uh, the ray also, the companion piece that you can actually attach them together. Oh, okay. I've never bought any six-inch figures yet, but I do pick them up and look at them. And Jen Urso's getting one, which I think if I read somewhere, it would be the same one, basically, that they sold at San Diego Comic-Con. Yes, just without the yeah. extra stuff or whatever. It's just going to be yeah. kind of plain. K-1 
Captain Cassian Andar K2SO, an Imperial Death Trooper. Yeah, that one ought to be pretty cool. Yeah, because it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then of course in Wave Two, the, these have to be you know repacks. I don't think they're going to do a second gen or so in a six inch figure, and Imperial Death Trooper. Then they got uh, Director Krennic, a Scarif Trooper, Stormtrooper. Which I'm not real sure exactly what a Scarif Stormtrooper is. I haven't seen it. Not anything. either. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we finally get a C-3PO with a red arm. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how he gets that. Oh, wait. Yeah, I remember someone giving away a comic <laughs> book that tells the story of how he got it. Yeah, and the the news came out this past week that in that wave two princess leia organa has now been canceled because of the complaints of the way she looked when she was released at san diego comic-con because she looked awful <laughs> kind of, kind of reminding you because... of the monkey face leia <laughs> really i didn't even look at pictures of it because like i said i just look at the six inch figures when i see them in the stores now i'm really curious to see what it looked like yeah, and then the when you know wave three, I don't know exactly if it's wave three or not. I'll just kind of put that. Well, what do we got coming out there? You got Janana Solo, which is surprising that they're doing that one. Wonder how that happened, since they're you know. Uh, Jaina Solo was the uh, yeah the uh, figure that they voted for. Oh, okay. They had a so that uh, was they Hasbro, won a vote. Okay. Yeah, Hasbro had their uh, their collector vote or whatever you want to call it, and she ended up winning. Kind of like mm-hmm. the way uh, uh, Sabine Wren also, okay. yeah, she won. Or no, actually, she came I mean, in second. It was Darth Raven yeah. that won. Oh, okay. And we got Hera and Tuscan Raider, Qui Gon Jinn, and Imperial's Royal Guard. Yep, and, and surprised uh, to see an Episode One figure in there. Yeah, also Lando Calrissian. Oh, I didn't scroll down. Lando Calrissian <laughs> and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, Ben Kenobi. Yeah. Is that going to be the same one, I guess, yes. as the one at San Diego Comic-Con? Yeah, Yeah, same one. And also, I don't know, they don't have it on here, but Sabine Wren and also, uh, like I said, Darth Raven both are coming out. They yeah. have not been announced as to what wave they're coming out or when raven will be really popular and hard to get i bet oh yeah <laughs> yeah right. that'll be one of those things where you may need to order it online <laughs> yep all right so uh, what kind of vehicles we got coming out there we got an assault walker ezra's bridge speeder and atdp speeder with pilot yeah now we've had an atdp pilot before but uh mm-hmm. Just not with a a uh, speeder or anything else. It it actually came, I think, in a two pack with something else. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard to remember. That's been so long ago. Yeah, I can't remember either. And those are considered class one vehicles. Those are like the twenty five dollar ones, uh, or less. They could be a, they could be less than that. And then the the class two vehicles, which are around the twenty five dollars or, or a little bit more, maybe thirty. You got the FO Snowspeeder Repack. You know, I think they come out with that once before. Yeah. Uh, an A Wing with Hera and a Y Wing Scout Bomber with Kanan, which makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> <sighs> I, I don't know what that's all about. And, yeah. Uh, 
these other vehicles which are online people have seen them even unboxed them the tie striker now, the tie striker is just incredibly weird crazy looking me and mark was actually talking about that just the other day we both want that one badly yeah <laughs> and uh, the u-wing which has a uh, some cool you know the wings kind of flap out all the way mm-hmm. and around yeah. and then you got from from what i know the most expensive you know vehicle that i've seen to date and that's the at act and mm-hmm. it's it's uh rumored to be or actually not rumored they actually said it in an interview it's 279 dollars and 99 cents retail that's yep. a lot <laughs> and most of these come most of these, you know, ships and stuff all come with nerf action. Yeah, which I'm not a fan of at all. I can't they they talk about wanting to penny pinch and save money here and there. I don't understand the sudden fascination with adding nerf action to all these vehicles. No, I don't I don't either. It doesn't make any sense. I mean and and if the cost of figures like you know, the small figures cost so much and they have problems get keeping the price down, take all the crappy packaged stuff you're putting in there you know the backpack you know that doubles as you know adding three figures you know add-ins together to make some stupid gun or something exactly and i i can give you an example a couple weeks ago a little boy in the store went and there was his mom bought a force awakened figure out of my store and as they was going out the door he was ripping it open and he just threw the the little build a weapon figure down and was taking his tie fighter pilot and his mom's like well what about this and so she picked it up and put it in her purse and he he instantly didn't even want it <laughs> yeah because it, it makes no sense it has nothing to do with the movies yeah and it it costs extra to put that in there i'm sure you know it costs extra for the whole entire thing the packaging and everything else yeah i can't understand it they keep trying these little gimmick things and this is one of the worst that if they want to save money is is definitely one of the worst <laughs> yeah, and uh, we got a couple of uh we got several deluxe two packs coming out uh which, which ones of those mm-hmm. we got coming out we got a death trooper with a rebel commando is that Paolo? Powell, yeah, that's what I thought it said. Okay. A Scarif, Stormtrooper, Squad Leader, Moroff, and an Officer Blue Squad Leader with HB Officer, which says is Episode 7, and a Stormtrooper Officer with Poe Dameron. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. The Snowtrooper Officer with Poe Dameron? I don't remember yeah. that being in the movie. <laughs> no, I don't either. <laughs> You know what I find very disturbing through all this? We're seeing some Force Awakens stuff throwing in here, and we're still not seeing an old Jedi Luke Luke Skywalker. (laughs) Yeah. Well, see, what they said was, and I think we may have talked about this on the previous podcast before, but they said Hasbro said that the reason that they could not do a Luke, even still yet, is because they did not get anything on how he would look until the day the movie got came out yeah so and it takes 12 to 18 months for a figure to go from concept to store shelves so we probably won't see it till next year uh, at the earliest they probably by then they may even hold it off until the next movie yeah and they also said that uh, they will be you know 
like the any Han Solo figures will start coming out with gray hair because they didn't know, you know, whether or not he would dye his hair, you know, for the movie. So mm-hmm. they didn't know whether to put him with gray hair or not. You know, they could have put him with gray hair, then he would have dyed his hair in the movie and have been dark, you know, brown like it was, you know, for the original three movies, and they'd have been like, oops. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so that's why they didn't do it, because people have been complaining, oh, why doesn't he have gray hair? Are they afraid to do a gray-haired per You know, no, that wasn't it. They didn't know. <laughs> yeah, and if you're a, a Gentle Giant fan, we've got... Uh, Maz Kanata, a minibus coming out, and there's going to be two versions of that. There's one for, you know, the general public to buy, and then there's also one for Premier Guild members to buy, which comes with the lightsaber. Comes with oh, that's, uh, Luke's lightsaber. That's really cool. Yeah, and then there's the uh, the Ray minibus, and uh, she has like her staff, and then the uh, the holiday uh, minibus for this year is a BB-8 with, he's wrapped around with lights. Oh, uh, I bet you'll be all over that one. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to pass on that one. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of surprised. As much as BB-8 is loved. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of them putting lights around you and you can't take them off, so. Oh, okay. Then I guess I was wrong on that prediction. And, yeah, plus the the price of mini busts has gone up and it's getting ridiculous. I mean, Oh, yeah, it is, it's crazy. $120? dollars yeah, I haven't bought any you know, lately because none of them has jumped out at me. And plus, the price is like, wow. Yeah, I mean, if they would have stuck with somewhere around the $80 range, you know, I was okay with that. You know, but whenever I first started collecting them, they were 45 or 50 And mm-hmm. so, you know, they've gone up more than double now. So I, I, don't, see, I don't see how, you know, that, that they could have went up that much. Yeah, that's it's crazy. Yeah, also another one is the First Order Flame Trooper minibus and the Kylo Ren minibus, which I like the Kylo Ren. I almost pulled the trigger on the Kylo Ren. It, re- it looks really nice. Yeah. And uh, as far as I've got, that's all the, the new stuff that's that's been announced uh, as far as, like, you know, regular figures and stuff like that. I'm sure there's tons of other stuff through other companies you know, vinyl pops. I know I saw the a list just today of a bunch of new vinyl pops that's going to be coming out for Rogue One. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Have you seen anything else that kind of stuck out? Um, some of the Lego sets. I've seen a few, a couple of leaked pictures of those, and those look really good. Some of the vehicles that they're done. Um, it's funny how all this stuff leaks, and they're trying their best to keep stuff, stuff under wrap, but it, it definitely gets, gets out. Oh yeah, and when the, the the companies that are making it, you know, over in Taiwan, China, you know, all those places, you know, they sell it, you know, pretty much immediately as soon as they, you know, get it off of the assembly line. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's about it for the the new stuff coming out. Our topic for today is going to be our favorite, you know, Star Wars movie, or in general the movies. Yeah. So, uh, which one is your favorite movie? I know I'm going along with the crowd, but I, even since I was a kid, I always liked Empire Strikes Back better than any of them. I mean, I just I love the stuff on Hoth, and I love since I'm a, I've always said Luke Skywalker is my favorite. I love the training with Yoda on Dagobah and stuff like that. It's just it's just a really fun, well made movie, and then the whole somewhat gloomy 
ending as well as hope at the end. I mean, you got to love that little slight cliffhanger. Is Han Solo, is he, is they going to be able to get him back? Is he dead? <laughs> or yeah. what? Yeah, I, uh, I I don't agree with you. You know, I know a lot of people <laughs> like that one as their best one, but yeah. the the original one, Star Wars, or as it's called now, A New Hope. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't originally called that. It was just really originally called Star Wars. Yeah, uh, I still have a hard time saying A New Hope. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that that's my favorite. You know, I, as far as like numbering them in, in favorite order, I, I I switch around several times. You know, and I, I would probably go with four as number my number one, episode number four, mm-hmm. and then probably episode number five, and then probably Revenge of the Sith. Boo! <laughs> or no, wait a minute. No, I forgot. No, I, you know, episode four, then five, then seven. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit better, but man, no love then, for for Jedi. <laughs> the Revenge of the Sith, then Jedi. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the teddy bears. Uh, then the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. How would you well, least, rate them? At least you have Attack of the Clones last. I would go with um, the um, um, obviously um, Episode Five, Empire Strikes Back, is my is my favorite. And then I'd go back to Star Wars: A New Hope. And then I would go with. Six, which is Return of the Jedi, and I mean, I'm not a big Ewok fan, but it's just we're back to Luke Skywalker again for me. I mean, I mean, I remember in school people making fun of me because you know, what do you mean you're picking Luke as your favorite? Blah blah blah. Han Solo so much cooler, but in Jedi, you know, Luke saves Han and does all kinds of great stuff. So it was. I remember kids changing, you know, after Jedi turned come out and saying, "Oh yeah, Luke's cool now. Luke's cool." But before then, he wasn't as cool to a lot of kids and then after that i would go with um episode um probably seven the force awakens and then probably back to um which would be episode three the revenge of the sith and then episode one the phantom menace and then last and by far i think the one i have the I can I can set through episode one. I can put up with Gungans and stuff, but I have a hard time with the with the the romance and all the horrible dialogue in Attack of the Clones. It's by far the least movie I think. Yeah, yeah, the whole romance thing in Attack of the Clones just made me want to puke. <laughs> <laughs> Same way here. It's I probably watched it the least I've seen any Star Wars movie too. I guarantee it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, I remember, of course, I remember watching the first movie, and you know, every time I would watch it, I would still see the the guy that that whenever they're in the Death Star, the stormtrooper that would bump his head yeah. on the door coming in. <laughs> yeah, and and what what I why I'm bringing that up is because I think it was yesterday or the day before he passed away. So if you know, we've got that guy oh. too has also passed away. I didn't. I must have missed that. I didn't see that one. Hmm. Uh, Michael Leader, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, I could be mistaken. I, I thought that's what I saw on Facebook is that somebody had posted that that he had passed away also. That's such an iconic scene because I mean they just it's just still in there even in the recuts and stuff. Yeah. It, well, it would be kind of hard to take it out. Yeah. I mean, because even if you remove the door digitally, his head still moves. I mean, <laughs> true. That's a good point. Yeah. So, I mean, 
I, I uh, as a kid, you know, I whenever you had those movies, you couldn't do like now and just, you know, watch them anytime you wanted. You know, yep. we had to wait for them to come on like HBO or on t- regular television or something that, you know, if you couldn't go and see them at the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember the very first time, you know, they came out on video, we rented them. And, of course, uh, you know, we uh, we put them onto, uh, onto a cassette. And, uh, you know, I watched them, you know, over and over and over and so much that the tape broke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I remember when um, the, when they, the first time they ever showed it. I, I could be wrong on this, but I'm thinking, because I remember my parents have always been about Showtime. So it must have been like, and Showtime was Spotlight before it was Showtime. And the night it premiered, my best friend came over to watch it at my house because we had that channel. And we watched the, the like the, the 8 o'clock showing, and then they showed another movie, and we waited and watched it again at midnight. then got up the next morning forced by the parents and went to sunday school but yeah i'll never forget that the first it's like star wars is now on here i'm going to look that up to see if it was like showtime or spotlight or something like that later on yeah i don't remember showtime being called spotlight before i think it was something like that before it was showtime back then had like the little push button cable box and a little dial to turn (laughs) oh yeah yeah, I remember that because I remember we had a remote control uh, box that would go on top of the TV and you could hook your cable to it. And then you had like, you know, we were two through 13 channels and then you had a, a couple of others that you could actually dial in other channels on. Yeah. You know, to do that. And what, you know, that's what we did for a couple of our channels to be like, oh, well, we'll just do it this way. Um, now, originally, whenever, you know, Star Wars came out, how did you go see it? Um, it was actually there's there was a theater that's the theater still exists, but it's out of business now. It was called Midtown Cinema. Um, I, I actually saw all three original movies down at the Midtown Cinema. Oh, okay. whenever whenever they, I mean, I don't, I think, I mean, I didn't see it like a, instantly when it came out. I think it'd been out for quite a while when I finally did get to see the first one, but. But I, yeah, I did see all three original ones at Midtown Cinema. Yeah, I, they didn't uh, around here. They didn't come out and show the movie until in July. Mm-hmm. It was sometime sometime near the end of July was when Ashland got to have the movie, and I ended up seeing it at the drive-in through at uh, the Trail, which was out on US sixty. Oh yeah. So I I got to see it there, which I think now is where. The RV park RV is, par- I think. Yeah, the RV yep. place is now. <laughs> yep, yep. I, I never saw any of them at, at the, um, at the um, drive-in theater, which would have been cool to do. I did see episode one at the Keith Albee Theater, which was a cool experience in Huntington. Oh, nice. Yeah. I saw it, I think at Movies 10 in Ashland, and also the one in Huntington up at the, the Barbersville Mall. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, I'm pretty sure I saw Empire and Jedi at Midtown. Yeah, that's where I saw both of those as well. Which you know, it, it's funny how movies are today. You know, you know they would last today. You know, six, seven weeks at at most. You know, for most movies, if they're if they're really good, 
where back then they would be on for a year or more. Oh, yeah, they just, yeah. Yeah, because I actually, my mom is very, very, does not like Star Wars, and she said that, that um, you know, that that was what with Empire. She said what she said. She always liked because I was a hyper kid. She said she'd take me to a movies a lot. She's like, what do you want to see? And I'd keep saying Empire Strikes Back. She said she got so sick of taking me to see Empire Strikes Back. She wasn't wasn't sure how many times I asked to go see that movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I saw any of them more than once at the theater. I think I only saw them once, but I. I really can't remember for sure. Um, how many times did you see like the prequel movies each? Um, I saw episode one like I think four times, and episode t- two I actually only saw twice, and um, I think episode three was right around four times as well. Yeah, and I, I tried to do a little bit what you did. You said you like you saw Huntington stuff. I tried with the with the prequels to go to different theaters each time i went and saw them yeah i saw uh i saw phantom menace three times i saw attack of the clones once (laughs) and revenge of the sith i saw twice and of course episode seven i saw four times three times in two days (laughs) yeah you beat me on that i only went and saw it twice I wanted to go see it more, but just couldn't pull it off. Yeah. So I don't know how we're going, what we're going to do with Rogue One when it comes out. You know, I'll see it. You know, of course, at least once in the first weekend. You know, maybe. Yeah. Maybe another time, depending on how good it is. But I don't think I'll go see it four times. You never know. You might love it that much. I yeah. You never know. People's talking about oh, it's not going to be as big, big, big as um, which obviously I don't think it will as big as Rogue One, but I still think it's going to make tons of money for them. You mean as big as the fan or the uh, was, the Force yeah, Awakens? Force Awakens. Sorry, yeah, I don't think I, I think it's going to be close. I really do because I mean, Star Wars owned December last year. I think they're going to do it again this year. I bet just because of the name. And because of the way the last movie did, I bet I bet it pulls in five hundred million domestically. Yep. I bet it's up in the top five movies of all time. Right. Yeah, probably will be. All right. Um, anything else you need to say about the the Star Wars movies? No, that probably covers it. All right. Well, if uh, if you want to get a hold of me, you can always email me raminator at gmail dot com or on Twitter at darth rammy and if you want to get a hold of me it's haunted palace at gmail.com and i'm also on twitter at brain of blood brain of blood yeah Yeah. hard to believe that name was available (laughs) yeah hard to believe (laughs) um i want to give a shout out to the jodo cast uh, I did a podcast with them for X-Wing Miniatures. Uh, it was episode number 38. You can go to uh, Jodocast, that's J-O-D-O-C-A-S-T dot com, and uh, check them out if you're into any kind of Star Wars gaming. They do card, you know, the card games. They do video games, you know, play Battlefront, and uh, they do X-Wing Miniatures, and uh, I think they've even done some of the other miniatures, you know, Star Wars Miniatures as well. You know, just about any kind of Star Wars gaming there is, check them out. You know, they're they're really good guys. So uh, 
I guess that's yeah. all we got for this month. Uh, anything else to say, Garrett Carl? No, I'll, speaking of your podcast, I will be giving it a lesson one day soon, too. So, yeah, make sure you check his out, his special appearance. All right. Uh, thanks for listening this month, and uh, we'll see you next month. Bye, everybody. <laughs>